find it entertaining. Okay. The Sheilis Right. It's a book. Mati, it's a good book. This guy. No. The questions of Mati Lashak. We could yeah. make a ti- it's a good title. You it's a good title. And you never dared to ask. Right, embarrassed that. <laughs> Mati's not embarrassed. He'll ask. Okay. All right, yesterday's daf was daf ayin test number 79. Today's daf, daf pay number 80. And uh, we'll uh, do the review and then get today's daf. We have in mind that our learning should be a schos for Rufu Shalema, for Amy Bastvara, for Michal Abiva Bas Yehudis, for Hadas Bas Ranya, for Yosef Ben Mina, for Rivka Sarah Bas Sophia, and all else who need it. And let's yeah, get. And let's get back. <laughs> you too. <laughs> Anytime. Bye, And you in honor of you, this birthday. You and You this birthday yesterday. Yesterday was your birthday, right? That's right. Yesterday was the birthday. So this Shabbos, you can come from Kiddush. Kiddush, early Kiddush. But you have to come Ashkam Minyan. That's a catch. And what do you give in a Kiddush? It's what? I don't know. Whatever they do, the yeah, just, only thing they just to do is a check, and that's all they want. Okay. Okay. So let's get started on the review. So um, we had seen uh, the, um, this 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 amazing concept of Rabbi Hanina that somebody who's quiet <laughs> and uh, but his intention in being quiet is not to establish the vow, but rather he wants to wipe it away. But he's only trying to get her to learn the lesson. So, um, so he says, then you even have to, even 10 days later, you can wake up and say, I'm being made for that vow. And that works. Even though time frame of uh, one day is not there. So if Chiz has a question on that, we talk about the stringencies of, of Hakama versus Hafara, Hafara versus Hakama. Hakama is more strict in the sense that just being silent makes for Hakama. But being silent doesn't make for uh, um um, uh, you you can't uh, be mevatel. Uh, if you're mekayim in your heart, it's a good kiyum. If you're if you're mefer in your heart, it's not a good afara. If you're uh, uh, there is common denominator that that uh, hakama and afara, uh, both of them. Once you do one, you cannot do the other. Um, and uh, amongst them, we said is shtikas mekayemas. Now, what kind of shtika are we talking about? Any shtika? Are we talking about all kinds of being quiet? So the Gemara says, no, we're talking about being quiet, uh, not even lemekat, but only lekayim. But that's kim belibos. The Gemara says, you're right. We're talking coming to include even when he's quiet without any intention, that will end up as a hakama. In that sense, it's a stricter side than hafara. Now the Gemara says, okay, those are the stringencies of Hakama over Afara. How? What about Afara over Hakama? So uh, Rabbi Yechonin says, yeah, because uh, when it comes to Hakama, it's possible to be Sho'el on the Hakama, which means you go to a best of three, and uh, uh, or Yochin Mumcha, and you ask him to free you of what you claim, what you said that to establish the vow, and that it works. But it doesn't work for Afara. Once you're Mefer, the vow is completely wiped away. Um... Anyway, we brought up another question from Rav Kana. It says in the Pasuk, Double expression. So it's talking about even any kind of silence, even silence with the intent of uh, teaching or lesson, even though your intention is to wipe away the vow eventually. How do you know which kind of shtika? Maybe it's the other kind, 
There's another pasuk. So therefore, she's bound to her vow. So, so it must be almanas le almanas le make it as well, which is to teach her the lesson. Uh, not only when it's almanas le kain. Um, so what? So what? So that's what it is. Um, and it's a tiyufta to the opinion of Rabbi Hanina. Comes along, the Gemara and says, wait a second, maybe there's a Shosik Stam. What about that one? The answer is, is that there's multiple expressions of being quiet here, and we're covering for that as well. So once you have enough times, it must be, say, any type of quiet. Not only if it's with the intent of being Mekayim, not only if it's with you have zero intent, but even if you have intent to be made for later, but you just didn't get around to it. So it's, it, the bottom line is we disproved uh, Rabbi Hanina on one, one, from one source. Then Rava brought a further question. If she makes the vow right before night, we saw in the Mishnah that he has only till nightfall within which to wipe away that vow. Um, and the question is, if it's, once it's dark, then he cannot. And the question is, why? Isn't that exactly the same thing as Shosek on the Nas Lameka? So the Gemara says, you're right, it's another Tiofta. Um, and then a third question from Ravash, he says, I know that the, if a guy knows that there's Nadar, but doesn't know that there's a concept of Avara, he's not, it's not too late for him to be Mefer, because it's as if he didn't hear yet. Uh, hearing means hearing in a way where you can do something about it, so you have to have the knowledge together with the hearing about the vow. Uh, but if he knows that there's Hafara, but he doesn't know that there's that this is a Nadar, that he has a right to be Mefer, um, so Ramirez says that's too late, because he should have tried at least, and he didn't do that. Um, and the Chumash say, no, he could, he should, he could, he, um, it's not too late, because that's called not knowing as well. But the point being is, in Rameir's opinion, why isn't it at least as good as the Shosek of Um Anyway, so again, the third Tiyofta, and basically Rabbi Hanina's Shita, that when you're quiet for, to teach a lesson, is also not a, that's not, you don't have, you have the same time frame till the end of the day, to within which to that's actually actual, actualize it. That's it. And that's Allaha. And that's Allah, exactly. So, so quick question, if you, yeah. if, you, um, if you weren't sure whether it was a, a vow that you could do an Ephora on, you could do the Ephora and then ask the question afterwards, right? Ask around. Yeah, exactly. You're that's not going to lose anything. That's, what so that's, that's, what the, that's really that's the point of Romero's logic is that, is that why didn't he do that? Just okay. do it and then... Right. But it does prove that, that thinking to do it and it doesn't extend your time frame, at least. And, you know, that's really what it's saying. <laughs> Having a mind to do it later, but for doesn't whatever work. reason, that, that's not working right. Anyway, that brings us to um, the next <coughs> barrack, which really, um, we realize that not all vows um, does, a, does a husband have a right to, to wipe away. And we said that the vows that he has a right to wipe away are things that have inuin nefesh to it. We give examples. If I will bathe, if I will not bathe, if I will put on perfume, or you know the various things that the woman, uh, I don't know, jewelry can fit into kishut, things that she does to beautify herself, or I don't do that. Those are the things that we're talking about. Now, those are things that we consider Tanakama considers inoy nefesh. Rabbi Yossi says those are not inoy nefesh. You want to know what inoy nefesh is? Inoy nefesh. Is where uh, she says something strong, like the uh, really powerful that the, the peiros haolam are forbidden to me. Um, so that's a power. That's a real inu nefesh. Okay, this is not real suffering. Not to wear 
makeup. You know what I mean? Now, Inu Nefesh is uh, not having fruit. Okay, that's a real Inu Nefesh. Um, it, and even if it's a fruit from one particular locale that she's refusing to partake from, um, he has no right to make bad for that. So she'll, she'll get it from a different locale. We're not talking about where the, it's from the local place. Anyway, it's coming from outside, so she has a particular foreign country that she doesn't want to do business with, uh, whatever. China. China, right, I'm nothing from China. So like, okay, so don't, so you won't have the, the garlic, yeah, the no. cheaper garlic. You just pay, pay an extra two. It's healthier. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, um, pay, um, uh, if, also by a storekeeper, you know, I don't go to this store. I make a vow not to take from this store. So then uh, you can't, there's no right to be made for that. Except if that store is the store that provides credit, so then that's really the only store. That's called not having other store options. So then he has a right to be mefer, and that's Rabbi Yosishita. Now, the Gemara is saying, is that is this the only kind of vow that a husband is allowed to be mefer of ones where there's a deprivation involved on her part, that she's deprived? Um, and, and, uh, and if he doesn't have Inu Nefesh, then he cannot do Afara? Doesn't the Brisa, is the Brisa very clearly says that there's another part. It talks about La Nos Nefesh in the Pasuk which is Inu Nefesh, and we get that. But it also talks about Bein Ishlishto and Bein Avlavito, which teaches us that a husband has a right to be made for Nidorim that affect him, that are related between him and his wife. Um, so what's the difference? So why in this Mishnah is it only recognizing Nidorim of Inu Nefesh and not recognizing the other factor, which is Tvarim Bein Olaveina? That's exactly, the, that's the question of the Gemara. So... First answer is, is that, you know what, you're right. He has a right to do both of those. But, in an Nefesh, he could be Mefer, and that's Afara forever. But, uh, when it's not in an Nefesh, only, it, uh, it's a limited effect. His Afara is not a perfect Afara, because it's only while it's affecting him. As soon as they get divorced, then all of a sudden, she's back onto that vow, and she has to keep it. Okay? So the Gemara, uh, that's the Gemara saying, once he divorced her, then it is effective. Um, if it's only beno levena, um, if and not inoi nefesh, um, so that's the story. So the Gemara says that's uh, is that really true? It doesn't have inoi nefesh when he divorces her, then it becomes effective. Um, there's a Mishnah that's very clearly not the case because Rabbi Yehuda says that uh, talking about his particular type of vow, it's coming up soon, and he says he should wipe away that vow because may, lest he divorce her and then she will become prohibited to him, he won't be able to remarry her. So what do you see? That if I do the Afara now, even though it's a Dvarm Shevino, when I divorce, it's not going to kick in. Obviously, the Afara that you do now is effective even after the divorce. Regardless what kind. Afara means it's wiped away forever, no matter what. So that cannot be the difference between Inu Nefesh and Dvarm Beino Levino, between him and her. So we said, you know what, you're right. Okay, here's what it is. Both of them, it's perfect hafara, and it's hafara forever. What is the difference? The difference is this. In nefesh, it's hafara, is both whether to him or to anybody else. Uh, if it's not, uh, but if it's not in nefesh, his hafara is limited to him and not to anybody else. Meaning, she is still bound in the vow, in the parts of that vow that do not relate to him. That's what it's saying. So whatever relates to him, that's what... Um, so that's his only ability to make is her... Limited, is, it, it's a limited hafara, because it only undoes 
what as a, whatever part of that vow that relates to him. But if it's mm-hmm. part of the vow that doesn't relate to him, then he has no control over. And that's the that's the idea. And that's what we're saying in our Mishnah is these are the vows that a man can be made for whether to him or to somebody else. That's only in the Dvarm Shishbem Inu Nefesh. And that's the story. And, and I think I would like Keep to... Keep going. Um, I know we went further, but really this is the new topic. Okay. All right. But well, whatever. Let's, let's we'll do it make, again. I want to do it on the, on, the new da, on the new recording. So I'll stop this recording and I'll start from the two dots. Take it back up uh, a little bit so we can have a, a proper running start for today's stuff from the new, new topic. Okay. It says, Im Erechas. Now, if you paid attention to Mishnah, we gave an example of what mm-hmm. qualifies for us, but doesn't qualify for a Yossi in Inoi Nefesh, and that's if I bathe, or if I don't bathe. And there's a big problem with this. What exactly is being stated here? What is she saying? What does she mean to vow? What is the vow exactly? And the reason why we're asking this is because normally it's not an if question. It's a, I am taking a vow, to do something or not to do something. You don't ever you know, say, uh, my vow is if. Okay, if is a condition. So what's the case exactly? What's the if? So, or we, if we will say that she's saying, all the fruits of the world will be prohibited to me, if I should bathe. Okay, so the question is, why would the husband have to do afara? He, there's nothing that she actually is obligating at this time. It's a conditional obligation, so the vow is not really activated. So, let's let him, let, you know, all she has to do is don't bathe, and then you want the fruit of the world won't become prohibited to, it, to, to her. So, where is there a, uh, oh, where is the need? Um, and, uh, now, uh, so so all the pairs of will not be. You have to take out the word elu. Allah will not be forbidden. Now, and furthermore, it's also difficult. Why would Rabbi not call that inu nefesh if the condition was such that if I bathe, then I cannot have. Uh, that, then I can't have all the fruits of the world. What if she happens to bathe? Then all the fruits of the world will be prohibited to her, and that he agrees is inu nefesh. So this is what our mystery is over here. What exactly is this condition? What's so, going on? Again, what the... We're what, trying to understand what is the nature of the vow that she made that Rabbi, Rabbi, uh, that, that Rabbi Yossi doesn't accept and the Chachamim do. What's the vow? What is the case? If it's a vow is, if I bathe, then everything's prohibited to me. All the fruit of the world are prohibited to me. Then... Then that's not an inu nefesh at this stage. That's not anything at this stage because it's a condition. She's not being bound to anything because she never actually um, activated the prohibition. And 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 if you if you say well it's dangerous, you know what if she does bathe? So then Rabbi Yossi should agree that that's a valid inu nefesh thing to be wiping inu away. Nefesh inu nefesh means a deprivation. She's becoming deprived in some way. Okay. Rabbi, shouldn't we divide among the Shtuz, Nedorim, and the Choshev and the one? Um, well, that's why we... Because sometimes we're seeing samples of... Uh, uh, I pr- 
like I, I won't bat. Yeah, and if I bat, I'm not. A, I won't. I won't eat. Uh, I mean, that's that's truth. Okay, so that's why he has to wipe it away. But she's still bound to it. When you ob- obligate yourself, it doesn't matter how silly it is. You obligated yourself. It's serious. You can't ignore it. You can't just say whatever you want. That's what you have to realize. Even though it's serious. That's not coming out. Even though, even though it was a very bad idea, but that's all, ba- all vows are bad ideas. You understand that? They're all bad ideas. To obligate. That's what, if we didn't pick that up from this massacre, then we missed the boat. Okay? All right. So, Bella, so we're, we're still looking. Bella must be that she did, said something else. The Amra, Kolim Hanos Rechitz Alai Laolam. Imerchats. I will never be allowed to bathe if I bathe. Right now, I'm allowed to bathe. But if I bathe at one time, then I'm never allowed to bathe. Okay? So the Gemara says, so the Gemara says, Mishumachi, Mefila. That's why he's allowed to do Afara. What do you want to do? Tirchatz, if she let her bathe, Mitzra, Nas, Rechitz, Allah, then all bathing is going to be prohibited to her. Lo Tirchatz, we say she's not going to bathe, Isla Nifla. She's going to, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, she's going to be repugnant. So therefore, says the Chachamim, that's called Dini Nefesh. Because the ramifications of her not bathing are uh, are very uh, you know, is 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 going to lead to significant suffering or def- deprivation on her part, and she's uh, going to be uh, and even though right now she's not prohibited, but if we if we don't let her if you know if you don't let her bathe then she won't be clean either, so that's the fr- she that's won't be able to conceive right so this is this is this is this is the first that's the first level. Yeah, whatever. Uh, and he says, first of all, she doesn't have to bathe. So right now she's not prohibited to bathe. And she doesn't have to bathe. Ay, she's going to become repugnant to her husband. Whatever, there's other ways, you know, in the, it was, there were times in history where bathing was like considered don't, not, a, do it. not a thing I to do. Know. No, especially in Europe. In Europe, France, yeah, right. they didn't bathe. Yeah, that's, that's, that's why they created the perfume. The only time they bathe when the summer comes in. No. Yeah. no, no. Also, we've seen in the Gemori that people used to warm water on Erev Shabbos from the river mm-hmm. to be able to. I understand that it's appropriate, but there, but the, it's but not it's the different. end of the world. That's what we're saying. It's not the end of the we world. We live in a different world. Okay, we live in a different day. world, right? We shower every day, most people. Okay. Okay, so the question is, this is not, this also, although that might explain the two sides, Rabbi Yossi is not so worried about not bathing, and the Chachamim are worried more about bathing, but Iachi, listen Iachi, say it just like that. Rabbi Yossi, Omer, Nefesh, this condition is not an Inu Nefesh, because not having to bathe is not the end of the world. That's not being, not, not needing to bathe. So, so mikvah is not the same thing as bathing. It's an excellent question. Excellent uh, question. It's a great question. Uh, mikvah. He's Mikvah. Like, oh, yeah. What about I'm not going to the mikvah over here? Yeah, yeah. obviously. We, Is that not considered bathing? That's what. That's what he's pointing out. Because uh, that my my Chavrus asked me this question, and I know, and uh, I said, you know, it's a great question. So what but is I don't considered know, bathing then? What qualifies as bathing? That's a really question now. Okay. So all right, but at least she's entering to the water. Let's, and 
take on some of the schmutz. Right. Yeah, but what, what uh, just because you want to face, just because you want to face, is that not bathing? Or wash your hands, is that called bathing? No. Maybe it is. I'm not sure. Right. Anyway, bottom line is, let's, 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 uh, this is again a, 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 a second iteration, but it doesn't fit into the words. Ella, so we'll try another possibility. Ella, to Amr, she said, I can never bathe in Erchatz Hayom. If I take a bath today, then it's forever forbidden for me. What's the issue? Rabbi Yossi Savar, Nivo de Chadyoma, Loshmi Nivo. The one day's bathing, that's not a big deal. You can always go one day without becoming repugnant and not take a shower that day. Skip a shower day. Okay, that's okay. And therefore, since it's not a nifal, so therefore you have no right to wipe it away because she could just keep her, her end of the deal, her condition. That's why, that's why Rabbi Yossi says, no, the Chachamim say, uh, no, even taking a shower, even refraining from bathing for one day, that's already enough that you can, you can consider it an eating nefesh. And that's the dispute. Okay. So that's that's the case. Now we that's figured the, case. the case. We finally got the case down. Okay. okay. So bring us to the next thing. So Shani, so you gave us an answer. What does it mean? Im erchatz, im lo erchatz. Okay, we got at least a, we got a positive. We got a negative. If I bathe, that's then there's ramifications. If I don't bathe, then there's ramifications. You explain that part of the two possibilities, the flip sides, and what the machlokas is. So um <clears throat> what's the case? Um, uh, um, oh, no, oh, so one second. Uh, let's back up. Shanisa imerchat. You gave us just if you bathe. You if I bathe, home. then I'm going to be prohibited to bathe all the time, this day. <laughs> or what about if I don't bathe? What's that case? If I don't bathe today, then I'm never able to bathe. The reverse. Lamalafara. What's the problem? Why should I do afara? Tishasi. Tishasi. Let her bathe. You know, let her. Let them eat cake. What's the problem over here? You understand? The, the, the point being is like, if I don't bathe today, then I'm never allowed to bathe. So bathe. So what's the problem? So take a shower. What do you? What's the? What's the concern? Why? How does this? What does imlo erchatz mean? Okay. So bathe, and then you don't be, and then you won't be prohibited. Why? Why is this something that he needs to do afar on? Just let her. Let her do that. Okay. So Amar heater breaks down. Right. Amar Amar of Yudah. It was a little more complicated. Amar Nasrachit Alad Olam imlo erchatz b'mei mishra. Oh, Konam is the expression of vow. It's like yeah. a, the word for a korban. So she said, I am not, all bathing is prohibited to me today and forever. What if I don't bathe in, in the flax water. water. Why would you want to watch him? Why? Do you smell flax water? Exactly. So that's what she's saying. That's what she's saying is the case uh-huh. of the lo erchatz, mm-hmm. and that's uh, you know nefesh. That's what the chacham says. Like oh, to start to do it and that stinky water. water. That's uh, meaning she's saying, you know, she's uh, that's only water. Maybe it's only water available right now, and she was trying to force herself to take a bath in it, but it's not so easy. Anyway, that's why he can wipe away that vow. It's he soaked flax in it to soften the flax, but renders the water very foul smelling. Terrible, I mean, yeah. Ter- terrible smelling water. Uh, terrible smelling water. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you like know what flax is? 
Flax is a plant that they make uh, cotton out of or whatever. No, not Linen. They make linen, linen out of it. Uh-huh. But when you soak it uh, to, 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 to separate the fibers, it's, you soak it, it makes, right, it's like putrid, right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, like, you even want to okay, got it? Schmecknisgit, okay. okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So um, the Gemara says, that let's, let's compare it now to the other side. We gave two examples. How are you going to fit that in? What does that mean? Meaning, um, when you talk about beautifying beauty, beauty yes. regiments, Neft, you know what neft is? Yeah, nafta. Nafta, exactly. Mm-hmm. Because that's what you're saying. If the bathing is in it's stinky like water, then 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 I'm gonna then then I'm gonna perfume myself with gasoline. Okay, what do you mean? That's Shema Yisrael, exactly. Lichluchu. That's not called beautifying. That's called making yourself dirty. We're not talking about neft. We're not talking about the clean neft that we. Kerosene. I don't know. Whatever the, the nasty stuff, stuff that comes in from the well. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Whatever. The point being is. Point bring is is that it doesn't fit in in the eskashit because that would be the proper comparison. You can bathe in soap in the in the in the water that you soak the flax in that theoretically, but it smells bad. But if you're how could kishut be in a proper kishut or be in a negative kishut where it's something that's disgusting? Then it's not a kishut. The word kishut automatically only implies. Positive, not negative. Yeah. Because both cases, the watering and the key shoot are like tra- beautifying yourself for your husband. No? Exactly. Okay. They have a different meaning for key shoot. The meaning that uh, Steindl explained is to fix things up, not. Not jewelry, just to fix yourself up, to fix your tire, to fix something else. It's part of the it's part of the beauty regimen. But anyway, the point being is it doesn't fit in and in the in the other part. Yeah. So we're back to so Amra Vyuda, the Amra Hanos Rokitzalola Malai, Imerchatayom, that's what she said. All bathing would be prohibited to me if I bathe today. And on top of that, I'm making a shivu that I won't bathe today. All the pleasure of beauty regiment that I of the world is prohibited to me or perfume. If I, I will marry if I will put on perfume today, and I'm swearing that I'm not going to do a kishot. So that's the two things. So the Gemara says, says that okay, I hear what you're saying. That's. Then, then you're not. We're not talking about stinky water. We're talking about where he put a condition, and then on top of on the condition, he made on top of that an oath not to do that condition. So then it's locking it in in a way. So the Gemara says, but if you're throwing throwing shvus into the picture, shouldn't it have to say these are nidarim and shvus? Why are you just talking about nidarim? So the Gemara says, that's what it should have learned. So the Misni. So he told him, you know what? Tini elu Okay, put in the word shvuos. Okay. See, we we forgot to say ushvuos. So throw in the word ushvuos. Okay, that's one answer. We by same alternatively, shvuos nami heinu nedarim. The word nedarim is all encompassing. It can include shvuos as well. It's not a problem. Why? The Tanan will learn the Mishnah. Nidrei rishoyim nader binazir ubekorban ubeshvuah. 
Nether of Rishayim, I'm making a vow of a Nezirus, of a Korban, of Shvua. The bottom line is, Shvua is a, Nether is a generic term for promising, can encompass even an oath as well. Okay. Now, what do the rabbis hold? That there's a suffering, there's a true Inui Nefesh not to bathe. That's why the Chacham are looking at this. On that, we have a good Kasha. For many questions coming from none other than Yom Kippur. Okay? Even though all the five Inuyim are pivoted on Yom Kippur, Ein Enosh Kares, the true Kares, is it's only by eating and drinking. Or doing melacha. Just that. Not bathing. Now, if not bathing is an inu nefesh, on Yom Kippur, when he does bathe, the chayv kores. Why isn't he chayv kores? That's a true inu. You hear the kasha. If it, if it, according to the Rachamim, we have a kasha. Why isn't it like on the same category like eating and drinking in that sense? It's true, it's inui not to bathe. Mm-hmm. So it says that you have to be do ma'an yourself on Yom Kippur. It should be a daraisa prohibition to bathe on Yom Kippur. And it's only rabbinic, really. That's why there's no kares. That's the question. So, Marava, minyana de you have to look in the context. Everything goes back to context. What's the context? You shall cause suffering to yourself on the this day of Yom Kippur. It has to be where the sense of Inui is now on the day of. Okay? When it comes to bathing, Today you're fine. It's the next day you feel yucky. Okay. In other words, the, the you understand the point? It's an interesting thing. That that this day it's should be a day. The Enoch that the Torah is referring to in Yom Kippur is an Enoi that's felt immediately. And there is no Enoi, the Enoi of not bathing is not one that's felt immediately. It's more so you'll feel better in the morning. You'll feel better the next day. You understand? That's why it's not what the Torah is really referring to. As opposed to Gabi Nidharm, when it comes to vows, Tiksiv Kom Nadev, Khoshwas Isar, La'an no snafesh, any vow that we that has an inui involved in it, meaning Milsa Da'asil the Inui. It doesn't have to be an inui now. La no it means in the future. It leads to inui. That's also what he has control over, even if the inui is not felt on the spot. It's fascinating. Nuance in the language to to delineate between the two. What's your question, Mati? We're talking about afflicting myself, right? That's the one we started. Afflicting myself. That's the word inui. It's affliction. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking now that after seeing the samples of uh, bothering and bathing, uh, yeah, and beautying yourself. Mm These are, uh, maybe she wants to afflict herself because she wants to atone something. Who knows? We're not looking into because why she not. made, don't get, don't get caught up in, in why she's making the vow. She can make the vow for any reason. What we're studying now is after she makes the vow, is it a vow that he has control over or not? There's a limited area that the husband has control over when it comes to her vows. Only things that 
So we're studying the category of things that, that she's being deprived in some way. Well, does bathing fit into, is that called deprivation? Or isn't it? And that's the machlokas. According to Rabbi Yossi, you can go fine without, a, without bathing and you're good to go. According to Rachamim, no, you're not. It may not be right now painful or a suffering, but it leads to. And that's enough for them. You understand? That's the whole machlokas. <coughs> and that's what we're saying. And even though in Yom Kippur, it's not the real Inui, only eating and drinking is the real Inui. You're right, because the Inui that that's talking about is, a, is the Inui that's felt immediately, as opposed to the Inui of bathing, which is felt later on. It takes, you know, it takes a day. It, it takes a day to feel bad. What? To feel, several days sometimes. Several days to feel really uncomfortable. Okay? That's, that's, and that's, and, and then the words that, that's used to describe the vows that he's allowed to, has control over, it says, La nos nafesh. That leads to a suffering. It doesn't have to be suffering immediately. So this is the, the depth of the, that's the beauty of the, you know, seeing it in the words. Anyway, that's the story. Okay, we have one more point um, now. Okay, so. This point is, a, is a, a Rabiosi himself seems to contradict himself. Fascinating how uh, Rabiosi himself. What is the case? Okay, so this is a fascinating Tosefta and Okay, talking about two towns. One's upstream, the river, and one's downstream. The river is the water source, but it's a small stream, not big enough. Not big enough for the two towns. Okay, so Mayan Shabaniya here, and, you know, we need to help ourselves to water. Do we have to deprive ourselves for some of the water on the upstream so that the people downstream have what to drink? You understand? That's the discussion. So, if their life is at stake and the people downstream, our lives are at stake, I got to worry about myself. So, we, everybody should take water from the stream, what they need for life. And I don't care, even if, if we can't cover everybody in the city's water needs for drinking, uh, for life, but, well, well, that comes before everybody, the downstream people's lives. That's not, it's not our problem, okay? That's the lesson here, okay? Okay, you following the case? Monty is an interesting case. Yes, about the one thing. Limited water. So you have, to, you have to prioritize your life over their lives. Now. We have the same problem today. Yes, All real stuff. Right. It okay. reminds me like in Israel is a problem with the water. It reminds me of that. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. What? I don't know if it's re- it could be... If we if they use up all the water, nothing for you. It reminds me of sample about the discussion if I'm in the middle of the desert. Right, similar, similar, people, right. But, and there right. is only one bottle of water. Right, very similar. Now, if you have a bottle of water, you're going to save yourself. Right, next Only one, one of them. Yeah. Right, okay, ready? Okay. Behemtam, oh, next case. Behemtam, compare it. Our animals, we have water for drinking. Everybody has enough for drinking. But... We want to feed our animals. You know, they need to drink. And the other people's animals. <laughs> okay. I don't worry. Uh, all our animals get to drink before any water for the, their animals. Okay. Um, what about, we need water for laundry also to clean our clothes. So cleaning our clothes and other people's cleaning. Our laundry comes before their laundry. Aha. Now, what about Chaye Acherem Ukvisasan? What about 
there's enough water for all of our needs, for our, our drinking and our animals. But if we take also water for laundering, then they won't have enough to drink for themselves. Mm. Where's the priority now? You following the case? So, listen to what the Allah is. Chaye Achirim Kodmin Likvisosan. Tanakamba says, okay, come on, laundry, you'll do without clean laundry, because uh, you can't, and then the people downstream will at least have what to drink, that they're not going right. to die. That's what he says. So you deprive yourself from clean clothes so that, so that the downstream people can drink. You following? Priority. That's the priority. Oh, says the Rabbiosi, not true. You're following. No, Rabbiosi disagrees. Let's finish the piece. Rabbiosi, Omer, Kvisaso, Kodem, Zachayachir. Broke. Even our laundry, my clean clothes, no, is more important than your life. Why does he support that? Listen. So, Frag the Gemara, Kalvachomer, Hash the Kvisa, if by laundry, which is your clothes being washed. Amar Rabbi Yossi, Yesh Patsar, there's pain, there's Tsar Goof, there's physical pain by not having clean clothes. So, Goof Kulo, listen, Goof Kulo, Lokoshkin, so bathing your own body is so, of course, it's the Tsar. How could he not, how could this, how does this fit in with that in the Islamic bathing? You could never, you could go without bathing your whole life and now it's all good. No problem. What's going on? It's a contradiction. So, Lokoshkin, Amri, I'll tell you, actually, in Kvisa Alima Lerebiosi, Rebiosi's opinion is that clean clothes is very important. And here's why. Damer Shmuel, Hai Irvuvisa Deresha. I can't even explain it. When you don't wash your hair, so it's, it, it, there's some buildup of schmutz or whatever it is in your hair. Masulide Avira. That, whatever buildup of not cleaning your hair, can bring one to blindness, whatever it is. I don't know what it is. It doesn't describe it very well. A revisa demani, it happens in clothing, it messes you, you up that you become uh, catatonic, actually. Shamamisa is where you're like... Mishamem? means... Just bored. You know, you can't do anything. You're like... Uh, paralyzed. Paralyzed, right. Paralysis, like you just can't okay. do anything. And our Ravisa de Gufa, which is on the body, if you, if you don't wash your body, you get boils, okay, you get skin things. Bottom line is, you see that Shamamis is a lot more serious. It's a Shigoyon, you go crazy. Not having clean clothes can make a person mentally, it affects you mentally more than not having a clean body in a sense. That's what he says, and because of that, if you, you know, your mental state is your is is part of Chayach Kodmin, and that's why it takes priority over the people. And you we, you have you get access to water before you live here. Back. You have the rights to take care of your entire mental state before you have to worry about somebody else. That's part of your life. Somebody else. That's his life. That's your life. Yeah. That's part of your life. You're not finished Are with you your life. Sick, you that's what he's saying. Anyway, fascinating. Well, I have a here. Right, stop over here. What do 